to all of you in your mishpachas. Another uh, rough week. A lot of nisyonis this week. Yesterday was especially hard. A lot of choylin. Some people that I knew, kroivim, and we're all kroivim. We're all achim. Achim anachim. My brother-in-law yesterday, Ayezev, Rabbi Ayezev ben Edel, Rabbi Ginsburg from Cedars had a very rough morning, very critical. Baruch Hashem, there's been a turn for the better. But there's many, many choylim, and they all need Yeshua. They all, they all need Yeshua Hashem, which Yeshua Hashem kerefayim. So firstly, I want to ask all of you to take an extra zahiris in the union of it's true that the around us are also talking about social distancing, being careful. At the same time, they have what they call their essentials. And I read that one of the states, pot, where pot is legal, that's called an essential. Pot supplier, a pot store that's selling pot, that's called an essential. We, as Klal Yisrael, have to look at a life on a whole different level. It's sacred. A Yiddish neshama for us is sacred. Just got off the phone with Rabbi Nasha Newhouse. He had a shayla. He knew somebody's in the hospital. He's right now on, uh, on oxygen. And the question is whether they will need to be put on a ventilator on Shabbos, possibly. He asked me if the children could call the hospital. I said, absolutely. And they should call the hospital every hour because the hospitals are being very, very lax. And I said, they should they aggressively. By us, every neshama, every Yiddish neshama is sacred. And whenever we leave our homes, and we go to the stores, we mix with people, when we come back, we are putting precious lives at risk. We have to look at this as the Chomur Shebechamur. Reb Shlom of Olba, Levrocha, used to say, the fame, he coined the phrase, he said, And his concept was, that Baruch Hashem, everybody's happy on Purim. That's not the challenge of Purim. The challenge of Purim is that it should be kosher. That when you're drunk, you shouldn't be mavaza other people. You shouldn't damage other people. The kashrus could be at, at, at risk. He said, Pesach, everybody's kosher. But you have to be freilach. You can't make the people around you. Some people can make their whole family. Ba'atzvitz will cover Pesach. So that's what Shlomo Volbi used to say. Now, it's a gezunta Pesach. And it's Hashem. Maybe she should help. We shouldn't hear any more. Any more. And and, and the Muslim should also be protected. But it's a gezunta Pesach. So when a Jew opens up the door to his home and he ventures out to go to the store, he has to know 
Shmartem mo'oid l'nafshetzech. If it could be delivered to your home, have it delivered. If you have to go, because it can't be delivered or it can't be accomplished through a delivery, make a cheshvim. Don't go six times. Make a cheshvim. People should not be going daily to the stores. There's no, there's no excuse. I think things should be delivered. But I understand from my wife that it's not so simple always. If you must go, make a cheshvim. Boy, cheshvim. It's a, you're dealing with a Yiddish and a shaman. Yiddish and Nishomas. This is our Nisoyen for the moment. People have a time to make minyonim. That's a Yitzhah. It's a Yitzhah. Right now, the Avoid is Hashem is to stay at home. I'm pleading with Oilam to, to take this to heart what I'm saying. 20 times I had to think myself. I felt an achrayas to the tzibur. As the rubber of the shul, I felt an achrayas that my sons and myself, we should daven on behalf of the shul. It's not my tzibur, but tzibur. Unfortunately, I'm not the biggest. There are many people in shul that are more medactic since I'm in Rabbonus. Many times I get pulled away from tzibur, but tzibur. So the reason why I gathered my sons together not together, about 30 feet away, the daven on behalf of the entire Jew, is I feel as a row of to give the tzibur schus of tefillah. But you stay at home. That's Yunisoyen. When I was davening with my sons, besides that we were about 30 feet apart, I didn't even let them read from the Sefer Torah because I would bring two people together. The Balkriya and the Oilem. You must not leave your home right now. Your schar is not to daven tefillah b'tzibur. That's what your schar is. And 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 Allah has kama v'kama all the other yomtiv chores. This is what you have to realize. This is the call of the moment. This is what's aser b'mashir. Your home and mitzvah Hashem is going to be kosher b'pesach. I guarantee you. I give you a bracha and avtach. The ikkar is protect your gezunt. And the Ebishter B'schalza will give you all gizot. Talk a little bit on the Parsha. We're starting the Sefer of Teres Kahanim. So I want to bring out three nekudos, three points that connect to the beginning of the Parsha. The first one is the famous Vayikro. Vayikro starts off with a small owl. Chazal tell us, this is Moshe Rabbeinu, this is his humility. He didn't want, to, he want, he didn't want the Aleph to be there at all because Vayikra is a Lashon Chiba, is an endearment, and Moshe wanted it, wanted it to come off more like HaKadosh Baruch who was meeting him, like Bilam. It's hard to even understand. Palaturim says, he wanted to come off like it says by Bilam. By Bilam it says Vayikra Elikim El Bilam. That's the way the Torah reads. So the Balaturim says that Moshe wanted that it should introduce him in the same way it introduces Bilam. How do we wrap our heads around that? First of all, why in the world would Moshe Rabbeinu want that he should be addressed the way Bilam of Hashem is addressed? It's like the last person in Tanakh that you would want to have any association with. What's beside that? It's mind-boggling. But that's what Chazal tells us. That's the Medrash that the Balaturim is, is quoting. 
that Moshe Rabbeinu wanted it should be like it says by Bilam. Additionally, although Vayikra is a Lashon Chiba, it's a Lashon of endearment, it's very interesting that HaKadosh Baruch Hu remains in the shadow. Vayikra, doesn't say Vayikra Hashem, Vayikra Moshe. So the Torah doesn't even tell us who's calling Moshe. We know, obviously, it's referring to the Rabbani Shalom. But it's very strange that if we're talking about a chiba, we're talking about an endearment, and we're talking about a connection between HaKadosh Baruch and Klau Yisrael, why in the world would it not say that you call Hashem? Hashem called him. The beloved father Hashem was trying to show him his love. To say by the Slanamel Rebbe is a Hatanik with Rocha. He asked this question. There's many different approaches. I want to share with you an idea which connects the two other points in the parasha. Torah says that every mincha should not be kosa'or mal taktiru. You're not allowed to have chomets in a mincha, isolated minachas. You have the toida, the chomets of the toida, you have the shteyalechem, but basically chomets is off zone by the mizbeach. So by us, we only have chomets off zone on Pesach, on the mizbeach, Chomets is always awesome. Never allowed to have chomets. So many of the Achorinim ask, what's this? What do we learn from this? Why is chomets so prohibitive on the Mizbeah? What's so wrong with chomets that it becomes prohibitive? On the other hand, there's something that's an absolute requirement on every chomet, and that is the salt. The melech. And it's very interesting to note that it says, every single carbon must have salt. And from everything they did in the base of Amikdash, the one thing that we make an everlasting memorial to is the salt. Gives you an idea how important the salt is, that that's what we make a zecher. The zecher we make is dafke for the salt. We have the salt on the table, we make the amoyzi. Why is that? So I'll share with you an idea about the salt, and really it connects to the Chomet, and it connects to Vayikra. The Slana Marebbe, as Echatzadik Levrocha used to say, what does the salt represent? The salt represents the spice. The spice, which means that you, you could have the best food in the world. But if it's not spiced properly, in Yiddish they say, if you're missing the salt and pepper, you don't have anything. Avoid us Hashem, serving Hashem, whether it's whether it's requires a person to work and to develop that it should have a time. There's two ways to do a mitzvah. You could do a mitzvah, and the mitzvah is, is, is just totally bland. It has no flavor. There's nothing there. And there's a mitzvah where you see it's seasoned. 
says this formula, every carbon must have salt. If you're going to try to be misakin Hashem, and just to fix it, it should be kosher, it's not going to work. It has to be enhanced. It has to be delectable. And it could very well be. That's the reason why we dafka use the salt. It's not just because it gives time. Because Chazal tell us why was the salt zeichen to be on the Mizbech. So Chazal say when HaKadosh Baruch split the waters between the oceans and all the bodies of water that were in earth and Shemayim, so the Mayim were whatever that means, symbolically, the water was crying. The water said, we want to be close to Hashem. HaKadosh Baruch Hu said, that you're going to be put on the Mizbech. So it comes out the whole idea of salt symbolizes the desire of the water to be to be close to Hashem. That is the desire of the salt. That's what it, that's what it represents. So the enhancement that a mitzvah has is the gishmakait, the enjoyment that a person has in that mitzvah. And the excitement that they invest into that mitzvah, the energy that they invest into that mitzvah. That's really what the Mayim, Mayim Atachtoinim represent. And that's the reason why, that's the zeicha we make. What's Chometz? Chometz represents when somebody just stalls. Somebody stalls. Stalling is a tactic that we all suffer from. The Rebbetzin sent me a text maybe a week ago, a copy of a text she got. Our thoughts and our prayers go out to all the husbands that have been telling their wives for years, I'll take care of it when I have some time, right? Because everybody has time now. The fact is that when a person delays a mitzvah, the mitzvah never happens. Rabbi Yisrael Grossman, Zechat Tzadik very special man, the Reverend and I was Zechat to visit him maybe a couple of days before he passed away. It was a special siyata to Shemaya. Rabbi Saul Grossman was once approached by a Jew who needed a Yeshua for his father. His father was never lying in the hospital. And the doctor said he has another day or two. He's, there's nothing to do for him medically. And this Jew, who was a Yerushalmi, not a Chassid, decided he wants to see the Beis Yisrael. The Altegir Rebbe, the father of all the recent Gerebbes. So, uh, maybe it's actually the brother, because the Emrei had a bunch of uh, a bunch of sons. I'm too much of a Litvak. So he wanted to go to the Beis Yisrael, and he knew he won't be able to get into the Beis Yisrael, then was on vacation in Haifa. So to get in the Beis Yisrael was always difficult. To get in when he's on vacation in Haifa is not happening. So he figured he'll go to Rabbi Yisrael Grossman, who besides him being an Adam Godel, had a special relationship with the Ger Rebbe. And he'll get him to jot a couple of lines for him to say, take in this Jew, Daven for, my, for his father. Anyway, he went into Rabbi Saul Grossman, who, by the way, didn't really know this man. And he explained to him what he needs. Rabbi Saul Grossman immediately got up. He was in the study, put on his coat, and said, no, again, he went with this man to Haifa. On the spot, the Rebbetzin came running to him asking, where are you going? He said, I'm going to Haifa. She said, you have a whole list of things to do? She showed him his list. 
He went with this Jew till Haifa. Those days it took a day to get from Yushalayim to Haifa to bring him into the base Yisrael. And it was a beautiful story. The end was the base Yisrael Davin for Shleimah. But what happened was remarkable. The Yisrael Grossman's office caved in that day. The Yisrael Gross, the roof on top of his office caved in. Rahman al-Islam, he would have been buried there. But he was not Mahmoud's the mitzvah. The mitzvah came his way, he jumped into the mitzvah. That's the only way to do a mitzvah. And that's why when we talk about kobanas, we say chometz has to be thrown away from the mitzvah. Mitzvahs have to be gechabt. So let's think about the tkufa we're in now. We're all home. A lot of time on our hands. Everybody's thinking what to do. One of my Talmudim told me yesterday he's starting to buy things to put together, to assemble just for the time that it takes to assemble, just to find what to do. It's an unbelievable tkufa for us to think, A, how much we could start investing in our mitzvahs. We're not running anywhere now. We could bench, we could bench with our gans and the Make Asher the Gansan Nisham. We're not running anywhere. We're home. So this Kufa is here to teach us to invest in mitzvahs. That's number one. Number two, how quick to do a mitzvah. Think about it, all the times we procrastinate. There's this to do, there's that to do. Let's learn from this Kufa these couple of weeks that we're stuck at home that we're not going to be machmets to mitzvah. Chomets is going to become possible for us. Whether it's been Adon whether it's been Adon Chaveray, I have to tell you, I was so elated the last couple of days. And B'miyuchet today. Today I got calls. I started having an identity crisis because I wasn't sure if I'm a Rav, if I'm a doctor, because some of the calls really had no shaykhs to me. If I was a pharmacist, I actually called Yanke Frankel from the Shul to help me out. Somebody needed a Oxygen uh, canister for, for humidity to be combined to the oxygen. But I was mamish related. We couldn't find this piece of equipment. So I called Steve Stown, who was in Friedwald. He wasn't at work today, but he connected me to somebody, David, in Friedwald, who was ready to, to bring this tube to this person's house. It wasn't even Pikuach Nefesh. It was just to make the person feel more comfortable. Turned out that the tube that this David had, who has no shaykhs, Steve Stam has no shaykhs, and Yanka Frankel has no shaykhs. I have shaykhs to this person. So David in Friedwald, who's what we would call a Kli Hamishi, spent time looking. It turned out that the, the canister that he had in Friedwald was the wrong one for this particular oxygen canister that this person was using. He didn't finish. He worked hours. He texted me happily two, three hours later. Rabbi, I found it. And that wasn't the end. He delivered it to the person's house. This Hashem. This is a tkufa that we could look into ourselves, look into our own neshamas and say, we are not going to procrastinate. We're being makabal on ourselves. Any mitzvah that comes our way, we're going to dive in.
We're going to dive in and do it with our whole Mishkam. So we're going to have the Melach, we're going to have the salt, and we're going to have the Zrizis. We're going to jump from its Hashem to do Ras and Hashem. And lastly, we asked, why does it say Vayikha? Without saying Hashem. Why does it leave out who's calling him? And the explanation is that very often when Hashem calls us, we don't know. He doesn't address the envelope. But just because Hashem doesn't address the envelope doesn't mean that it's not a lotion of chiba. A lot of times Hashem gives us a, a small remez. You don't see the Hashem, but it's really vayikra. So now that Hashem has put us in a matzav where we have to help each other, we have to be maizenefesh for each other. That's the matzav we're in. That is the biggest chiba. We have to daven for each other. You know, it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Mesa'avel at Filosofen Shol Tzadikim. For that reason, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made the Imois Akaris. Right? So the obvious question is, the Imois wouldn't have davened? The Imois would not have davened if not for the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu made them Akaris. The answer is, of course they would have davened. But when somebody is in a Torah, they daven differently. When somebody has a matzav on the table, they daven differently when they just generically daven. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu loved Imois. He put them in a matzav that perceived to be a perceived tzara in order that they should daven. In order that they should daven That itself is a vayikra. The fact that Hashem put us in a matzav now, we we're all davening. We're all davening with our entire hearts, with our neshamas, not for ourselves, for Klal Yisrael. That itself is a chiba. It's a Vayikra. Hashem is calling to us, Palashim Chiba. Even though we don't see the word Hashem, we should know that He's calling each and every single one of us. Should be Zeichet to have a Gezunta week, a week of Simcha, a week of Chizuk, a week of Mitzvah Hashem. We all the Chaylam should be Nishrape. And we, please remember my original call at the beginning Nishmartem Oilan Avshesechem. Agut Nishabes. Beautiful.